podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. Oh, I'm Katie. And this is. <laughs> and this is one, one kiss, kiss means forever. This is the podcast that talks about all of your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kind that you see on Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, and all that jazz, the kind that may or may not make you go, aw, or <laughs> like the one we have today. Yeah, so uh, today we're, uh, this might be our first Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. Yes, Am the I first that we've correct? recorded. Yeah. Right, not the first that we've seen, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> it, you know, Andy McDowell's in it, so it's got to be a Hallmark Hall of Fame because, um, you know, it would she deign to be in a regular Hallmark movie? Who knows? I would think not. Like Andy McDowell is that actress right now, where like if you want to elevate the status of your of your movie, you just invite Andy McDowell. A because maybe she's not doing much, but B also because she's just that cute and everyone loves her. <laughs> right, everybody loves Andy McDowell. Like she's, like you know, I feel like she really was like America's sweetheart in maybe like the early nineties. Oh yeah, and then. You know, she's she got older, but, you know, now she's, like, America's, like, forgotten mom. She's maybe? everybody's mom. Uh, You're right about that. You know, you want her in your movie to make them everybody go, like, oh, her! <laughs> and get and get excited. So. So what do we got, Hannah? So, today we're going to talk about a movie called The Beach House. Uh, which which initially aired on April 28th, 2018. Not super old, you know, a couple years. Um, and the little Hallmark blurb about it is the following. When Kara finds her life spitting out of control, she returns to the scenic low country to visit her mother. Before long, the rhythms of the island open her heart in wonderful ways as she repairs the family beach house. Um, is that what happened in this movie? Not really. I don't really think so. <laughs> um, but it stars Minka Kelly, Andy McDowell, and Chad Michael Murray. So, you know, high caliber. High caliber, everyone that you would like ever in a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. Yes, exactly. So uh, here is what The Beach House is about. Um, for reals. For reals. For realsies. Not quite our normal fare, but um, still worth chatting about. Exactly. Um, so this is basically a Nicholas Sparks knockoff, like 100%. And in it, uh, Minka Kelly plays Kara, or Coretta, which is her full name, um, which is the scientific name for turtles, the loggerhead turtle specifically, which comes into play later. Um, but Kara is a woman who was recently fired from her advertising job in Chicago, thanks to her no-good ex-boyfriend who threw her under the bus and got her promotion. Um, so with nothing else to do, she goes to visit her mother, Lovey, who is played by America's mom, Andy McDowell. 
Um, and she lives on a little island in South Carolina um, in this beach house. And though she clearly loves her mother, they have a rocky relationship, and Kara hasn't been back since the death of her father, which occurred three years earlier. Uh, so Kara's first love, Brett, who is played by Chad Michael Murray, owns and operates the marina on this island. Like, this is where she spent her summers growing up. So they've known each other for a while, and this is where he lives. Uh, so when they run into each other on her very first day back in town, it's clear that he'd be willing to kind of pick up where they left off uh, an undisclosed number of years earlier. Uh, probably at least, like, five from what I gather, but it's a little unclear. Yeah. Uh Kara, on the other hand, is planning to return to Chicago and doesn't really want to deal with any heartbreak. For sure. Um, so uh, Lovey lives in her beach house with her new surrogate daughter, Toy, who is a 20-year-old pregnant girl who Kara is initially wary of but learns to accept. Um, Toy's family is pretty much like kicked her to the curb so uh toy is all lovey is all who toy has and vice versa uh lovey's main joy is in turtles and is obsessed with protecting their nests on the beach outside her house everything she has is turtle themed and coretta is like i said named after the scientific name for turtles um i totally think that this is normal and acceptable behavior personally (laughs) i think so she's like clearly got a passion i agree with this passion 100 percent. coretta is not like a bad name it's not like she named her kid like i I don't know i can't think of a single scientific name right now but like canis lupus (laughs) yeah gorilla gorilla coretta is a perfectly acceptable thing to name a child it's not weird you don't need to like explain it anyway So Kara's brother, Palmer, and his family live in Charleston um, in the old family home, and Palmer takes care of all of Lovey's finances. When Kara, Lovey, and Toy go for dinner, Palmer is very dismissive of Lovey's desires. But when Kara speaks up for her, like, Palmer doesn't want to hear it from the sister who ran away from to Chicago. Um... And it's clear that Palmer is actually acting a lot like their father who walked all over the others in the family. And Kara didn't handle that very well, which is why she ran away in the first place. Yeah, she's not she's not one to be controlled, it seems. No. So um, Kara admits that she ran away from South Carolina because she couldn't deal with seeing her mom essentially being a doormat for their father. Um, and it turns out that Lovey used the beach house as a means of escape from that existence, as the beach house was hers from before her marriage. Um, And incidentally, that's where she met the love of her life, whose name was Russell. But he died before she was ever married. Um, She owns a piece of the beach where the turtles lay their eggs, um, which Palmer wants to turn into condos for profit. And of course, she refuses to do so. So Kara and Brett are spending a great deal of time together, uh, both out of desire and out of uh, Lovey matchmaking. Um, but then Lovey admits to Kara that she is dying. She has terminal cancer. 
and Kara realizes that she is not going to go back to Chicago anytime soon and wants Brett's emotional support. Um, so maybe she will actually like let him in and they can be a real couple. Uh, but of course, that's when her backstabbing ex shows up. Of course. Mm-hmm. So Brett is clearly threatened by Richard um, as he's come in person. <laughs> and Richard asks Kara not only to get back with him and go back to Chicago, but also return to work. I guess there's everything has gone swell and they're like, we need you. Uh, Kara, though, knows that she wants to stay with her mother through to the end, so she doesn't make any commitments. And uh, meanwhile, a storm is coming, so she tells Richard to get out because the storm is a-coming and he better get a move on. <laughs> the way you just said that, I just basically saw the ship from A Little Mermaid happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricanes are coming. Um, (laughs) So back at the house, Lovey and Kara get ready for the coming hurricane. And Toy goes to a doctor's appointment, but just like isn't being seen and starts and it starts to pour. Um, I'm a little bit confused about this doctor's office that seems to like kind of not have appointments or something. The way the receptionist works. Yeah. It's very weird. It was very strange. Um. So stressed, Toy is like, I want to go home, like, if they're not going to see me at the doctor's office. Um, But she she clearly doesn't drive. Um, So she starts to walk home um, because she, like, can't flag a cab. Um, And, like, on her walk home, she starts to go into labor with her baby. But she is, like, world's luckiest woman ever in that moment because Brett drives by notices this sopping wet drowned rat version of toy and is able to take her to the hospital (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she wasn't able to be seen with her like uh, in the doctor's appointment because she wasn't due for another three weeks but obviously the stress of the hurricane sent her into premature labor and it's kind of like just stay put fucking toy like god damn it (laughs) Right. I, it's like you would be just you'd be plenty safe inside the doctor's office. Like, just stay there. It's fine. But yeah. no. Uh, so Lovey and Kara get through the hurricane um, together and they really mend their relationship. It's kind of cute. They were, you know, they lit candles and were doing a jigsaw puzzle while the storm was raging outside. So it was really sweet. Um, so during this um, time, Lovey even gives Kara the land and the house as it's clear to her that Kara is also beginning to love it. Um, In the morning, the hurricane is over, the skies are calm, and Brett drives Toy and the brand new baby home, which means that he can see the damage that is done to the house. Um, Brett is kind of the fix-it guy around town, so, you know, he helps out. Palmer also arrives, having been scared by the hurricane, and is able to instantly mend the relationships with his mother and sister. Yep, because, you know... One one bad, like, I was scared for you and everything's okay. Yep. Uh, so Kara admits to Brett that she's thought about it and she's not going anywhere. She is home. She's staying on the island. Uh, this is where she's meant to be. So they kiss. And since one, one kiss, kiss means, means forever, forever, we know that this time their true love will stick. <laughs> but shh. We are not quite done. 
Bum, bum, bum. At the end of the summer, Lovey dies peacefully, thinking about her true love, Russell. And we cut to the following summer, and Kara and Brett are hardcore leading, uh, leading the Protect the Turtles movement with Toy and her one-year-old baby, Palmer and his family, as well as Lovey's best friend, Flo. Uh, Brett and Kara are still in love, so our statement of forever is true. The Yay! end. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Um, so before we jump into segments, should is there anything that we should discuss beforehand? Um. Well, I think one thing that would be really interesting to talk about, since we haven't talked about it on the air, is what marks the difference between our normal Hallmark Fair and our Hallmark Hall of Fames. You know. I think Hallmark Hall of Fame has a little bit more money. Hmm. Um, because they seem to get slightly higher caliber people. Yeah. Like I was I was thinking about the last one that we watched that we didn't do a episode on that I can think of. And I believe that was um the Christmas one. Yeah. With Kristen, Kristen Chenoweth. Chenoweth and Scott Wolf. Which, like, just based on the names, it's like, well, yeah, that's they're not going to be in a regular Hallmark movie. They want the status. I really think it's almost essentially status. Yeah. Like, well, I think at, at first I was questioning the term caliber because sometimes, you know, not to say that, like, Jen Lilly and Lacey Chabert are not, like, high caliber actors com- in compared to whatever. But with the Kristen Chenoweth movie, I remember us sort of talking about like how refreshing it almost was to have someone who was a virtuoso of what she does be the lead in a yeah. Hallmark movie. And it was just kind of like, wow, like Kristen really knows what she's doing. Um. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to say that the other actors are not good actors. I mean, some of them are not, but this is true. Oh, often they're totally fine. Um, but I, I do think there is something about Homa Carl of Fame is casting people who you know possibly from outside of Hallmark. Yes. And like soap opera. Well, and that's kind of what I was going to get to as well, yeah. is that Hallmark Hall of Fames tend to be a lot gushier. Um, like, yes, mm-hmm. we like our normal Hallmark Fair is very sappy. It's very predictable, whatever. And not to say that Hallmark Hall of Fames are not, but the stories are tend to be like there's someone dying or um, there might be an angel involved if it's Christmas time. Yeah. Um, uh, and like yeah, the, there, there's something a little bit more yeah a little bit more emotional tugging on the heartstrings right and that's why it's essentially a nicholas sparks oh my god like i i definitely mentioned that in my notes yeah yeah, there's there's definitely something i want to mention that's nicholas sparks and and i i'm pretty sure that i went on a rant about how i feel about nicholas sparks in a previous yeah i'm pretty sure you did (laughs) Sorry. No, you do not like him, which is totally fair. But there's one more Hallmark Hall of Fame thing that I want to talk about um, that I think is really interesting is that, Uh oddly enough, um, 
so Hallmark is known as, um, I mean, we have the channel, but they're a card manufacturer. You know, they make greeting cards. And we, you know, back in like the late 90s and stuff, those commercials where you had to look on the back to see if it was a Hallmark card were like, you know, the big thing. But oddly enough, during their normal programming, they do not make that connection a lot of the time, except during the Hallmark Hall of Fames is when they really milk that connection. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a moment in this film where he brings her, um, Chad Michael Murray brings Minka Kelly flowers, and there's a card, and she looks at it, and it's a Hallmark card. But I have Mm -hmm. definitely seen regular Hallmark movies that, that where there are cards involved, but they don't show the back, or it's probably not even a homework card at all yeah cool did you like um how like uh this was a movie about turtles and that everything is turtle themed and i loved it (laughs) yeah i i thought you would i will admit to making you watch this movie because uh, I had seen it first, and I even though you, I know you hate Nicholas Sparks. I think you love Turtles more than your hatred of Nicholas Sparks. Well, like to be fair, this wasn't written by Nicholas Sparks, True. so whatever. And so Hallmark Hall of Fames. Okay, so yes, I, the only thing that I love more than Turtles in terms of obsession is chandeliers, and y'all know that about me. Um, <laughs> I have to say y'all because we're in South Carolina now with yep. this movie. Yep. Um. But, so my my hatred, or my dislike, I can't say hatred, my dislike of Nicholas Sparks type movies aside, movies like The Beach House make me think of Sunday nights with my mother because we were the Sunday night Hallmark Hall of Fame family, Mm -hmm. um, where we would like get together and watch sappy shit on Sundays, and like we even like bought a couple of them on VHS. Yes. You know, like Sarah Plain and Tall and What the Deaf Man Heard and yeah. like all sorts of things. Like those were those were classics in our house. So movies like this, even though I like poo-poo like the themes, it does make me think of my childhood in mm-hmm. a certain way. Exactly. Uh, so uh, in terms of anything that I feel like we need to talk about, um, there are just a few ridiculous moments like we we already talked about like the doctor's appointment that toy is at where like she doesn't have an appointment even though she's supposed to have an appointment i like genuinely did not understand um yeah that's but also like palmer is like i i could just sell your like home out from under lovey except everything's in lovey's name like no we can't like, yeah, Palmer gives Lovey a lot of shit because I guess he's been controlling her finances for a really long time. And when he's like, you need to sell this house, and Lovey's like, no. And I, she actually goes so far as to go to the bank and um, ask the banker what she should do. And apparently Palmer has been taking money from her without asking um, with with the intention of paying it back. But she's basically like, takes back her own finances and Palmer's like, but you haven't written a check in 20 years. And I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't understand how that's possible. I mean, yes, her husband died only three years ago, but give a woman some credit. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It was, they had a very weird relationship in that Lovey seems to mother everyone except possibly her own children. Like she is the child 
with her own children, but then she's everybody's mother on the island. I feel like that's real life eh. in a lot of ways with certain families. Like, I, I can think I, of a couple. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. sort of true. Uh, the other no, thing but I, you, you absolutely have a yeah. point. The other thing I want to talk about is the turtles. Were they real? No, they were absolutely CGI or puppets. Okay. <laughs> because there was a couple times where I was like, that looks like animatronics. Yes. I'm not sure. Um, yes. But there's, there's one moment when the turtle is, like, laying eggs and Kara and... Uh, Lovey are watching, and Kara says something like, oh, is the turtle crying? A, I don't even know if turtles cry. There are many animals that do not. And second, and probably more importantly, they're watching the back end of the turtle. I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, they, they're, they're behind <laughs> Wait, the turtle. Like... They cannot see its face. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm glad that I was not the only one who was like, what? What is happening? No, no, no. You are, you're absolutely totally on point with that. Like, yeah, I just thought it was such a weird little, like, moment of, like, mother-daughter bonding that turned crazy. Yeah, I, you're you're absolutely right that this movie this movie is kind of not based in like there are, there are, there are moments that make no sense because I don't know if it's because like the director didn't care when he was setting up like this shot or like mm-hmm. the script with or the original book I have no idea mm-hmm. um, just yeah. yeah did you notice that um so Chad Michael Murray oh I'm sorry I, I think I cut you off did you have more to say about the the crying no, turtle no go ahead. No. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. So yes. we're good. So um, did you notice that there was this one moment um, when uh, Kara first comes back to... She comes back to the island and Chad Michael Murray asks her to go out onto the water with him. Mm-hmm. And um, she's all like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm not going to be here for very long. And he's all like, it's just going out on a boat ride, but whatever. And then literally, yeah. like, the next day or, like, the next scene, she's like, she brings him but food. With, ex- with the expectation to go out onto the water? Yeah. Yeah. And then she's all, like, disappointed yeah. that it doesn't happen. I'm like, didn't you literally just say, like, <laughs> I'm not going out with you? And then now you're like, let's go for old time's sake. And then he's like busy. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. She is like, I wrote down one of the lines that she says to him because I guess he was engaged at some point. Yeah. Um, and she was like, why? Why did you break up, essentially? And he tells her and her response to exactly what he says, which I didn't write down that bit, was... You broke up because of my mother, which is, there's just so much wrapped into that idea that I was like, uh, all right. I know. Like, like Lovey says, like, she's not the one for you. And then it ends up being, and he's like, it turns out that was right. And I'm like, I think Lovey is putting her business, her nose into other people's business. Yeah. Well, the Chad Michael Murray character is a little bizarre because he 
like, wants to get back with Kara, like, immediately. But also is, like, weirdly respectful of her. But then is also really touchy-feely and, like, in her personal space all the time. Like, a lot. <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. So That's actually I'm one like, of my Hallmark Hallmarks. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is very much a, like, do you respect her or do you not respect her? It's, like, you have, like, you know, like, perfect guy, like, dreamboat qualities. And then also some things are, like, real red flags. <laughs> You're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> oh, Chad. Chad Michael Murray. So should we jump into uh, Hallmark Hallmarks? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so my first one was, uh, it's sort of deception. It's the, it's both for Kara and for Lovey. They're the lying about being fired. And lying about being sick. Yes. I, I think that's totally right. Andy McDowell acts so sick throughout the whole of the movie that I don't understand how Kara didn't pick up on it. Like, immediately. Oh, I don't, well, maybe because she hasn't seen her in three years. She just Yeah, but she's, like, always struggling for breath. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. She really, <laughs> like, everything she does is screams, I have cancer. Yes. <laughs> so I guess Kara is just really self-involved. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I have girl gets fired and goes back home. Yeah, I've returned to small town. Yeah. Hometown from a big city. Yes, and she's a fish out of water because she's a big city gal now. <laughs> right. Right. She has her, um, her heels at the beach. Um, I have that the two leads that need to fall in love are actually, like, old flames. And yes. Um, I have that he used to have a fiancé. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a matchmaking parent. Yes, I have that, too. Lovey breaks <laughs> the sink again just so he can come back to the house. Yeah. I have, uh, oh, at one point Lovey says, I will never understand why you two broke up. <laughs> um and Kara at some point says like oh like we can't be together because I'm not staying here that was my literal next one I'm not going to be here very long so we can't possibly hang out (laughs) um I have that uh the the main guy is the the town's jack of all trades or handyman Mm -hmm. um I have the the bad ex shows up to make the new person jealous yes i translated that into um her her old life comes back to get her back yep (laughs) i also have the age-old teaching someone a cooking technique by standing behind them (laughs) yes (laughs) um i don't i only have one left how are you i have Two. Okay, why don't you do another one then? Um, this is my Nicholas Sparks bullshit, which is my Hallmark uh-huh. Hallmark, where um, the the child finds out that her mother had a long dead soulmate 
that now gives her more respect for that parent because she has loved and lost. <laughs> that is true. Um, and they do a one year later thing. Yep. That was my last one, too. All right. <laughs> one year later. Cool. Nice. Did you nice. have any pretty parades? Um, I thought the setting in general was very pretty. Yes. Like just the, the island and the beach was very nice. That Spanish moss is mm-hmm. gorgeous. Yeah. I was like, it kind of looked sort of Savannah-esque. Um, and I was really into it because I really like Savannah. Um, um, my only pretty parade was even though I know they're CGI and puppets, baby turtles give me life. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I did really like the the idea of the baby turtles going out into the water because they follow the moon to the uh to the water, and so when they get confused, they said in Ch- Chad Michael Murray to like be the moon with his boat. Yeah. And it was just so cute, and it was like, it was like baby turtles go to the water. I, don't... I know. <laughs> I would absolutely be that that person if I lived in a place that had baby turtles. I would I would be out there like every night looking for them, like <laughs> helping them out yeah. with my turtle shirt. Oh yeah, I would I um, like the turtle shirt. I think it was a pretty design. Me too. The only thing that I really hated is at the end of the movie when after they're one year later and uh Kara and Brett are like you know, snuggling on the beach. Like, there are baby turtles that walk right by them. And I'm like, but it's not the moon. It's sunset. And everyone should be protecting them. They couldn't, like, they were accidentally going to step on one. And I was like, Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Though, though that's also one of the prettiest beach shots. That is true. So it's weird. That's all but. I had. Yeah. Did you have any across the universe? Um, only that I was doing a jigsaw puzzle while they were doing a jigsaw puzzle. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't have one. So. No. Cool. New and noteworthy? The only new and noteworthy I had, I, we already talked about, was um, that they have the Hallmark Hall of Fame using Hallmark cards. Mm. Um, I had that... Uh, Kara actually calls her mother out for being weak-willed, and it felt like a relatively truthful, like, mother-daughter relationship Hmm. moment. I like that. Do you have any supporting shout-outs? My supporting shout-out is for Flo, the neighbor slash best friend, only black person in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because she is, like, clearly the town gossip she knows everything about everyone and they say that she is faster than the internet <laughs> in terms of like relaying information <laughs> i love um, that also uh, she like because lovey and toy are drinking like green juice um to be healthier because you know toy is pregnant and lovey has cancer and they both kind of hate it um which that means they're just making juice bad, first of all. But they they offer it to Flo, who is like, ew, no. <laughs> like, I don't want that nasty shit. 
I'm going to have my, like, lemonade or whatever she has. I love how she brings over, at one point, Flo brings over limes from her tree. And it's like, your mom likes to pretend that she makes these into limeade, but we all know it's from margaritas. (laughs) Right. It's just sort of, she just, she was like the sassy aunt and I was really into it. I love it. So. Um, I, I, I didn't have one down, but I agree with you that if I would, it would be Flo. Yeah. Kiss meter? <sighs> Kiss meter. Um, so I gave it an eight. Nice. Because I felt like it was passionate and deserved uh, in that, like, slow way that some things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I haven't figured out. I can't quite put my finger on it on why it seems a little icky to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has something to do with, like, lip shape or something. Like, <laughs> like, like there's there's nothing inherently wrong about it. I just was like, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want it. Um, <laughs> uh, though, I they do get points for their little, like, pickup at the end. Like, he picks <laughs> her up around the middle as they're kissing, and I think that's really cute. Um, but, yeah, like, there's just something about it where I was like I believe you're in love and together forever and I just don't need you to kiss each other ever interesting I don't know yeah it was weird I I gave it a nine I gave it a nine for Chad Michael Murray I think I give it a seven for Minka Kelly (laughs) um (laughs) because like it, it seems like he's really into it like I think there was some tongue um and mm-hmm. I was like all about that because I think you know Chad mm-hmm. Michael Murray is beautiful. Um, there was really yep. good passion. It was well deserved, mm-hmm. like you said. But she didn't really seem like she was kissing him back. Yeah, like it was, was a almost bit like, passive about it. Yeah, like they're only. They, it felt like they were really only kissing because the script said to. Yeah, yeah, but like, but you, you did believe they loved it. They were in love. Like I just didn't need them to kiss. For sure. It's very weird. There were there were other times I feel like the the kiss would have been better, but like Yeah. Yeah. Well, but like the you know, I guess maybe cuz they are kind of touchy-feely as a couple, like when they do their little like hugs things that they do like at the end when they're on the beach and like kind of just leaning into each other like that's more like solid relationshipy to me than they're kissing mm. interesting i feel that hmm. so hannah yes katie would you watch this i think so i don't think it's like uh absolutely must watch but i think it's sweet and pretty um, yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. How about you, Katie? I pretty much feel the same way. Like, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a sweet movie. Um, like, it's definitely something that I would watch on a Sunday yeah. with my mom. Or, like, the, this is the kind of book that my mother would have lent me at <laughs> one point. Um, because it is based on a book, I think. Um, and, uh, it's your just average, sappy, sad tear jerky hokey hallmark hall of fame exactly so exactly 
If that's your jam, watch it. If it's not your jam, right. don't. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Yep. You you get exactly what you think you're going to get. Absolutely. So. Cool, cool. Um, cool, cool. Well, thank you for having some summertime fun with us in South Carolina yeah. with the Peach House. <laughs> but even though it's not fun because she dies, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, we talk about it already. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And if you don't know um, that she's going to die from the first moment that you see her, like, like as soon as Minka Kelly came home and Andy McDowell was like, you're here to visit me. And the way she says it, I'm like, oh, Andy McDowell is dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, dying. Wait, you're, you're 100 percent dying. Also, I suppose it's sort of silly because we spoil all of the movies that we talk about. <laughs> We watch them so you don't have to, or so you want to if you want. Yeah. Whatever. Right, because really nothing is a surprise in a Hallmark movie. No, really. it's all the same tropes, and that is why we do what we do. Yes. I was happy that we got so many Hallmark Hallmarks that, like, yeah. because since, since this is not your average Hallmark movie that we usually do, mm-hmm. I was happy that we got as many as we did. Yeah, no, I think there was a decent amount in here. For sure. So, works out. Um, so, thanks, everybody, Thank for you. keeping up with us. Um, make sure that you are following us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, one Kiss Means Forever. That's the number one, K-I-S-S-M-E-A-N-S, the number four, E-V-E-R. So one, four. Yep. And you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that is all spelled out like it is on your podcast feed. Um, and uh, as always, thanks to Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. And you can find his stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud. Hello. So thanks for another great time. Yes. We'll see you. Thank you guys so much. Everybody, (laughs) see you next time. Bye. Bye. I've never been to Savannah. I want to go. Let's go to Savannah. I would go back to Savannah. Well, not now. (laughs) Well, I know. I know. We're stuck in our closets. Um. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!